The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another edition, another great edition of Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. Yeah. My partner, Ebony. How you doing, E? I'm well. How are you, Don? Just trying to be like you when I oh, grow up. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we have an exciting show, but uh, I just really love what we're trying to do here, uh, what the Chamber is trying to do, and they've asked us to help, but just trying to uplift small business. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are the backbone of our our community, most community, not just ours, but across the country. So uh, to give them a platform, to treat them like rock stars, which they are, and uh, we're just happy to be able to do this. So thank you, Wichita Chamber, and yes. we'll get on with the show. We have a brand new guest. Have Yay. you ever been here to the chamber before? I have been to the chamber, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you've been a member for a while? Yes, for a while. Please introduce yourself. I'm Jennifer Bernard. I am with Tilly's Flower Shop. We've been in business for 144 years. Wow. So it's a family business. Um, I've full-time been part of it for 23 years, but of course, I've grown up with it for the 45 years of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. So, like, Wichita was founded in, what, 1864, I think? Yeah. And you're... 1876. Wow. We're actually the second oldest business in Wichita. That is huge. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. So, like, what does Thanksgiving look like? You guys sit around the table and talk about, oh... Yeah, it's flower shop talk. <laughs> <laughs> Not to interject, but they're older than Evergy. That is, yeah, we're 110 or 100. And we started electricity. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> we started in 1909. Oh, my yeah. God. That's that's amazing. And so, what relative was it of yours that? It started? would be my great-grandparents. So, they were the Kuchemeisters. They came over from Germany. They started a greenhouse, um, did fresh flowers and really plants. And then my grandma, Tilly... She liked the fresh flower part of it. And so she really took the flower end of it mm. and started selling the flowers of it. And then once um, my great-grandparents passed away, she just strictly sold the flower portion of it. And it used to be the Kuchemeister greenhouse, but everybody called it Tilly's because they came to see Tilly for the flowers. Aww. So then it turned into Tilly's flowers. And then when my grandma passed away in 1975, my dad was actually an engineer in Minnesota, and he quit and came back to take over the business. And I stuck around. 
they, I'm the baby of the family. And they said, I wasn't going to get away that I was their last chance <laughs> to stay with the business. So nice. My sisters, my older sisters actually involved too, but we're the, so we're the fourth generation. That is amazing. That is a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> and it's your great grandmother's name was Tilly. Tilly is my grandmother's name. Your grandmother's name. Yeah. That is a wonderful story. So you can, can you talk a little bit about your capacity and what you do for the company? Me personally. Mm -hmm. So we kind of joke, we say, you know, when you're in a small business, you do a little bit of everything. Yeah. But because it is a family business, we're able to kind of have our own little niches where my sister concentrates on one part. I do a lot of the e marketing. I do, I control our website, our sales team, um, a lot of all the e marketing, the social media all that aspects. Um, and then as managers, we all come together to kind of plan all of our holidays and plan everything together. So I am part of all the planning processes too. But mm -hmm. That's awesome. So you do all the social, you, you guys are big on social media. Yeah. So that's you? Yes. I mean, you are good. <laughs> Let me tell you what. No, I'm not even joking. <laughs> Your social is out here popping. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I need you to know that like, with all sincerity. I really appreciate how uh, visible the company is. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's been really fun. Did you, do you actually have a background in social media marketing or? No. That's so all natural? I do have a background in marketing, um, but, you know, when I graduated college, social media wasn't even a thing. Oh, yeah. So I've just learned from our peer groups and mm -hmm. industry and just kind of watching, you know, we, we're always having to change with the times. So, yep. <laughs> well, you're doing a fantastic job. And, and how many employees do you guys have? We have between, depending on the weeks, 25 to 30 25 to 30? Yeah. Pre-COVID, we had 34. So now we're slowly getting back up. We're at 30 now. And that's among, you You have how many locations? We have two locations. Two locations, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm familiar with the one here out east. Yeah. And the second one is where? Right on the corner of West and Central. Okay. West yep. and Central. Awesome. And I still see, you guys still use the, the, the smaller um, building across the street? Yes. Yep. So we use that at holiday time. It, we changed it into a big cooler. So um, that's where we, at Valentine's Day, we send out a thousand deliveries and wow. half of them come out of that building. Wow. I we wondered, well, on behalf of Evergy, we thank you for having a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to share with uh, guests that something that they may not know about your business? Um, probably that every year that we celebrate, because we've been around for 144 years, we celebrate with a dozen roses. Hmm. Um, for We sell it for the price of our year. So we just celebrated 144 years. So we sold a dozen wrapped roses for $1.44. So that's really exciting. It's really fun to see customers. It's really fun to see little kids come in with their change Aww. to buy flowers for their parents. So that's a kind of a big deal that we do every year. Very interesting. I want to get back on this before electricity era. <laughs> I don't think I've interviewed anybody about a business that was in business before electricity. Have you heard any stories from your relatives back from back in the day that were passed down? How how was business 
done without electricity. I mean, it was just, you do it in the daylight or besides gas lantern. I mean, how, how did they have the, the wherewithal to start a business and it didn't have light or Coolers. it didn't have electricity? Did they share anything or they just, you know, I can't really remember anything that's really shared other than, I mean, I have photographs to look at and there's pictures of my relatives in the gardens. I mean, it's, and there's pictures of the greenhouse too. There's pictures of my grandma Tilly in the greenhouse, but back the very first images of the Kuchemeisters, they're out in broad daylight, not a greenhouse, and they're out there gardening, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. So back in 1876, it was literally just a garden out there in a field. <laughs> wow, that's just, that's that's really, really <laughs> cool. Um, this is kind of a softball question, but I'll ask, what problems do your business solve? I can name a couple back. <laughs> <laughs> So the the biggest problem that we solve is communication. So flowers are kind of an unspoken language Mm -hmm. and we communicate, flowers communicate. Um, And then also another one a lot of people don't think about is health. It really, um, there's scientific studies to show that flowers reduce stress. It's an instant mood booster. So that's a lot of, a lot of people don't think of flowers in that way for mental health, but um, the main thing is communication. What's the difference between sending a flower versus sending a plant? Hmm. Um, it's really just depends on the person. So the the personality. So right now, new and coming are plant parents. People love to take care of plants. So kind of back, kind of retro, back to like the seventies where plants were a big deal. So. Um, during a sympathy, a lot of people like to send a plant instead yeah. of flowers because the family can take it home. And it's a nice reminder. Um, it's something for them to take care of when they were maybe taking care of a parent. Now they're able to take care of this plant. Um, Christmas cactus is really popular because they'll bloom. And a lot of people will see that bloom over time and it helps them remind them of their loved ones. But um, also, if you know who you're sending to, if you know that they love plants, they may send them a plant instead of flowers because they know that they are a plant parent and it's kind of the new trendy thing. And so that's a, plants are becoming really popular right now. I didn't know that was the thing. Plant parent. Plant yeah. parent. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You've been around 144 years. You've seen folks come and go. I mean, hang up a shingle one day, gone the next. Yep. Why are you still here? What differentiates you from the others? I think we're always being innovative. We're always looking at new ideas, new inventions. New. We're constantly changing. We listen to our customers. One thing that sets us apart from our competitors is um, our quality. We go through a multi-step floral processing that helps the longevity of our flowers that a lot of flower shops across the nation don't really do because it does um, add cost and labor involved. So a lot of people don't do those extra steps. Um, And another reason is florists, people like to order something and they want it to match that picture that they see. And so we're known for what you order on our website, 
we make sure I tell all my designers, I said, it better look like the photo. It better Mm -hmm. look like the photo. And it does. We make, if, if I can't make it to look like the photo, I will re-photograph it and upload it to our website to make sure um, that the customer will get exactly what's pictured on our website. Excellent. Hopefully I'm not speaking out of turn here, but is, are you affiliated with FTD or is FTD still around or <laughs> F- I might be going to old school? <laughs> or- no, F- FTD is still around. We are still a member. Um, we're also a Telefloral member. So that Telefloral. helps us reach out to other florists to send florists nationwide. We're actually a top 50 um, Telefloral national florists. So out of all the nation, we're one of the top 50. We have one of their most um, performing websites through Telefloral. That's who hosts our website. So we do a lot of work personally on it, but they're who host it. So Excellent. Help us understand what, what are you most passionate about your company? The flowers, of course. Well, <laughs> yes, of course. Can you dive a little bit deeper <laughs> for us? Um, really, the flowers. I love how they just really speak this unspoken language that a lot of people don't really realize. You um, have different times like a sympathy and you just don't know what words to say to somebody or a friend who was just diagnosed with cancer. And you really have no idea how to convey that message. And flowers really do convey that unspoken language. I also just love the joy that flowers bring to people. I mean, I just, I get get to go in every single day knowing that I'm sending these little packages of joy out every day. One of my favorite things to do, I don't do it as much now, but I did it as a kid growing up. I got to deliver. And um, one of my favorite things was delivering at Mother's Day to the nursing homes. And just as you walk up with these flowers and just seeing their faces just light up with joy knowing that you just get to bring joy to them. So that I love that about our, our company and our industry. Do you see your industry evolving? I mean, is there anything out there on the horizon that you're really looking forward to implementing at your company when it comes to the floral industry? We are always looking for new ideas and new varieties. So one of the best things is we're part of this um, Society of American Florists. And every year, of course, not this year because of COVID, but they have a convention every September. And that's where the Society of American Florists brings together growers and wholesalers and retailers together. So we're able to meet different growers and they bring their products. And you'll just see hundreds of varieties in this huge room that you get to go see these new products. And then we get to vote on the People's Choice Awards. But um, so it really helps us stay on top of things, being part of that and all these new varieties that then we can seek out to these growers and bring back. For instance, we have the award-winning Black Pearl Rose now Mm -hmm. that we sell at our store. So it's this beautiful, deep red rose that we offer. So I love Andy Griffith's show. And one of my favorite scenes is when Aunt B creates this hybrid rose. And I don't know how she makes it a hybrid rose, but in black and white, it must have been. It looked really, really cool. Opie broke the rose, broke the stem. And uh-uh. she, but I, I, what I'm saying is, it, how is there is there a myth or is it real about creating a rose that's a hybrid? I mean, 
to make it a different color than it normally is? I mean, what do you do? Or is that fact or fiction, I guess, on that? It, it is a myth. A lot of people think a rose is just a rose. Okay. And that that is a myth. There are so many different steps that go into roses. Um, probably um, it really goes into the petal count, the longevity, the stem length, the head length. And most florists sell a 50 centimeter rose. So that's the length of the stem okay. as their long stem rose. We only bring in a 70 to 80 centimeter rose. So it's a lot longer. And a lot of people think, oh, it doesn't really make that much different difference. But that longer stem allows the rose to drink more water, drink mm-hmm. more flower food. The head is a little bit long or bigger. So therefore, it lasts longer than that 50 centimeter rose. So we do offer like a 40 centimeter rose too because we want to meet every budget out there. But you really can see the difference between the long stem and the short stem rose how long they last. So a rose isn't necessarily, it's the myth that, oh, a rose is just a rose. Mm-hmm. So, and like what you said, there's so many different way, things that you can do with a rose. Um, the new thing now is dyed roses. So we have these tie-dye roses where they go into this injection process and each petal is a different color. So that's always, that's very interesting too. It's a fresh rose it's something they do at the grower side of it. I have no idea how they do it because huh, wow. I haven't seen it, work, it, it yet. Like it does pedal? sound like oh a lot gosh. of work, so you pay for that work. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a rose is not just a rose. There's so many different varieties. It's a very it's very interesting. Being the business that you are, um, you've had a lot of successes, and from what I recall, I think you have won like the People's Choice Award and the Reader's Choice Awards and things like that. Um, can you kind of describe what your company's latest major success has been? Probably winning again the the 2020 Reader's Choice Awards. I think we've, we've won every year that they've had that. Um, just celebrating 144 years of business again and really being able to overcome all the problems that this pandemic has thrown at us. And we've actually been able to grow ourselves during that. You were able to grow yes. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that <laughs> um, because that's that's huge. You know, we hear so many times um, uh, different types of businesses having uh, struggles and challenges during this time, but to have a business um, thrive during this economic uh, downturn Talk to us about that. So during the shutdown, um, a lot of people, of course, couldn't see each other. They couldn't connect. Mm -hmm. So I was very active on our social media and email, really talking about the importance of flowers, connecting people. I've talked about flowers, using it as communication. And I really do think during that time, people really understood um, the value of what flowers could do. They could sit, flowers safely connected loved ones to mm-hmm. each other during that time. So during the shutdown, um, we were down a little bit, but during that time, I really talked about the importance of it and how safe it was to connect with loved ones during that time. And so it just kind of built up a momentum that from probably when think everything opened back up in May, Mother's Day on, we've just seen an uptick in sales since. 
That is awesome. You've mentioned social media being a tool that you've used to help achieve your success. Are there any other tools that you want to share with us? Um, You know, I'm a firm believer that you want to make sure you hit customers on all different um, avenues Mm -hmm. because whoever is doing social media, that person may just read our ads that come in through the mail. They may just look at the email. And sometimes you have to touch them several different times. That comes from my marketing background. So I believe it's very important to make sure you hit everything. So we do do all the social media, but I do send out multiple emails. Um, We're very active on our website, always changing it. We do still do some print ads. Um, We do a little bit of radio still. Um, Our direct mail has gone down a little bit, but I do every once in a while go out a little bit. And so, and then we're involved in the community too, a lot. Mm -hmm. So we have our vans with Tilly's on them, but we are very pretty active in the community too. I love that, you know, and, and I love the idea of the chamber bringing on a concept like this podcast, right? Yeah. As you know, you, you've spoken a lot with your business about connecting people um, in a safe way. And I love that this new endeavor allows us to tell hero stories like yours um, in your family's business and using it as a tool to connect other people who might be thinking about starting a business, other people who are in a business and really hearing how you guys have, um, been able to have such a long lifespan in the Wichita community, which is just awesome. Are there other resources and tools um, that that you have used, such as the Chamber, to network and bring people together? Yeah. So the floral industry is the floral industry is a great industry to be in. We are really like friends. I mean, we really help each other. So I am part of um, a florist group of about fifteen other florists nationwide, and we don't. We're not in competing cities, so we meet twice a year and we share ideas. And mm-hmm. a lot of our great ideas come from them. You know, we yeah. we kind of, we always joke that say, you know, we steal each other ideas. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and then we're part of the Society of American Florists. I've already t- talked about them. So they've been a huge tool, especially between the Chamber and SAF. They really have helped us tremendously through the pandemic um, with all the information that they've put out. I'm actually part of the retail council of SAF and I've just been nominated to be on the board with them. So yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. And you mentioned earlier, you guys are like in the top 50 um, for florists. Yeah. So in Wichita, Kansas, we have a top 50 national florist. Yes. (laughs) Wow. And you heard it here first. You heard it here first. (laughs) That's huge. And uh, so congratulations on all your successes. Um, Do you guys, how do you celebrate those successes? Do you, are are there unique ways? You said one way was, you know, for every year you have um, your dozen roses for the amount of whatever the year is. Mm -hmm. Are there other ways that you uh, celebrate successes? Well, with our staff, we celebrate with our staff and bring in food or it's a little bit trickier now with COVID a little Mm -hmm. bit, Mm -hmm. but we used to always get together every month with our staff and go out monthly at dinner and stuff. So that was one way that we always celebrated with each other. So it's a little bit trickier now with COVID, but with our customers, that's probably our biggest thing that we celebrate. How is selling the 
dozen roses for a dollar forty-four. Um, another great thing that we did this past October was our Pedal It Forward program, which is a national event. So we gave out buckets. I think we sent out twenty-five buckets of ten bouquets to kind of these twenty-five Tilly's ambassadors, mm. and they handed out flowers throughout the community. So it was just, yeah, that was a fun thing that we did. That's awesome. So are there any challenges? Um, I would suspect with a business being uh, over, you know, this 100 years old, (laughs) there's been some challenges, right? So can you kind of talk to us a little bit about maybe one of your biggest challenges um, over the last 12 months or 24 months? Well, of course, everyone would say COVID. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, um, labor and product sourcing has been our biggest challenges during this time, which I would imagine is probably the same for a lot of other businesses. But um, for product sourcing, we sought out new vendors for fresh product. That was early on. Um, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of growers went out of business. Mm-hmm during that. So we're, we're constantly seeking new vendors. Um, we stocked up a six month supply of hard goods because of course all the manufacturing problems is going on. And so that's one way that we've kind of, we kind of joke that hard goods is kind of florist toilet paper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, cause we are already planning for Valentine's day. So we have to make sure we have the product Um, to make it through Valentine's Day and some of the spring holidays. So, and as far as labor goes, um, experienced designers is a nationwide issue. So we're just kind of cross-training a lot of our employees to be able to be designers. And so we're just training them ourselves. So you're doing the in-house training yourself. (laughs) Well, no, that's good to know. And, you know, product uh, sourcing is and has been an issue, but... I'm curious, you you said you have all these growers. Are there any local growers that you use? We do use local growers, but because, of course, we're in Kansas, you know, weather is a big thing. So, and let's see, April, April, May, we get some local peonies in that are gorgeous. I um, I mean, I've ruined getting them from any other outside source out of, outside of Kansas, And then all through the summer, I sourced some products from a lady out in um, North Kansas, and she brings in her product. But then, you know, you get through summer and she's not able to grow it anymore. Mm -hmm. So during the, the growing times, I do offer fresh local product. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address.
Excellent. Welcome back to the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. We're talking to Jennifer Bernard with Tilly's. And uh, I want to hit on a question real quick before we move on. Um, one of the things I want to hit on is you've been in business since 1876. You're not only in business, but a family-owned business mm-hmm. for 144 years. Uh, have you had any thoughts about how hard this is to be in a family business for this long? Have you had any pressures? Have you had any, I really want to know what makes you come back the next day to do this job. Um, It really is great to work with family. I mean, I, I see other friends that hardly speak to their parents Mm -hmm. or their sisters. And I see my sister every day. I, my parents are semi-retired, but I still physically talk to them every single day we're a very close family. Now we can have disagreements sometimes, but for the most part, um, you see so many family businesses that don't really work out. They fight a lot, mm-hmm. but we, I think because we own, we have our own little niche and our own little areas that we focus on, we don't really fight that much. We get along. Um, we have meetings together. We kind of hash out what we uh, plan. So it really is great to, to see my family every single day. That's too, too cool. <laughs> Social media, um, hit, share us, share with us about how social media has really taken your business to the next level. I would say, I, I always knew you needed to be part of it. You, ne- you needed to be, it was just one other aspect that you need to be part of. Um, But during COVID, more people were at home. They had more time to look at stuff. And I really saw this flip of a change. And so I had people that mentors tell me for years that I needed to do Facebook Lives. And nobody really wants to see themselves Mm -hmm. on the camera. So I really hesitated doing it. But I had been taught for years that you get like a 400% more engagement on it. And so when COVID hit, we had this huge plant truck that had just come in. We weren't sure if we were going to be allowed to be open or not. And I thought, this is it. This is the time to do it. I have to do it. So I got on Facebook Live and I did it once and I haven't looked back since. I mean, just doing that Facebook Live once, the engagement we got, um, our community, the Wichita community is so great. They want to help other Wichita um, businesses out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed up for us within those next couple days and bought plants for us. And so I've never looked back that Facebook live. Now I've, now I kind of feel like I have to make sure I maintain it. I have to do at least one, um, once a week at least. So it, it's been a huge asset for us. Wow. Excellent. That's and awesome. Been around, like I said, 144 years you can really tell us how good it is to do business in Wichita. Tell us about that experience. And have you ever thought about expanding outside of the metro? Um, I think one, we did have a flower shop out in Augusta. At one time before the internet was really around, we had actually five locations. Oh, wow. <laughs> but as the internet's grown, um, it used to really be that you had to have a standalone store in the areas that you wanted to be. So we've able to close some of those locations and just have the two locations. But 
Wichita is just a great community to be part of. Um, Wichita loves to support local businesses. I love to support other local businesses. During COVID, I partnered with other local businesses to help them out. Um, it's just, we re really love each other here. But you've been here a long time. What challenges have you encountered doing business in Wichita outside of COVID? Outside of COVID, probably the biggest challenge that we have is transportation here to Wichita. So you think it's crazy. Wichita is a big city, but um, transportation here really is, it's a struggle sometimes. So it's just the way that our highways align up. I always find it interesting that, you know, they say that I think we're number five in top in human trafficking because of the truck drivers, but yet we we struggle to get flowers trucked in here. So we have a hard time getting California product here because of how the how the highways run. Um, we buy direct from South American farms that come through Florida, but transportation has probably been our biggest hurdle. Um, and then you know you said don't don't talk about COVID, but COVID has affected that too. On top of the trucking, there's not as many flights going on, so a lot of you know, same thing with fresh fruits and other food products aren't getting transported. Mm -hmm. Flowers aren't getting transported as much because not as many flights are going back and forth. So a lot of times flowers get booted off the plane because there's a more needed product on those really? planes. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. What can the chamber do or the business community do to help you and Tilly's? I, you know, I really love how I love to help other businesses. And I think um, if the chamber brought together kind of like a small business center where, and they do a really good job about their events going on right now. Of course, it's a little bit more hard because of COVID, mm -hmm. but um, just bringing in those small business, small businesses are really struggling right now and just helping each other. I think we're all willing to help each other. Um, we're all getting tired. A lot of the small businesses are only run by three, four, maybe five employees. Yeah. So they're really, um, they're really starting to get burned out. So just having that support system for other small businesses to help each other out, list what attributes, um, what they can help. I would love, like for me personally, I would love to help other small businesses in the Wichita teaching them different things that they can with their social media. Mm -hmm. um, there might be another business that's great about onboarding new employees or onboarding millennials. Um, if the chamber just lists some of those things out with the information, I really think um, really helping those small businesses out is really what we need to, to get through this. That's pretty cool. I mean, 10 minutes ago, she said she didn't want to do Facebook Live. Yeah. Now she's ready to teach people. That's <laughs> that the way awesome. it's done. Yes. That's the way it's done. We've talked a lot about how Tilly's began and what you guys have been going through, your successes and your challenges. Can you speak to us about where you see the company and the organization in five years from now? What are your thoughts? Five years from now, um, we'll be coming on our 105th. Anniversary. Wow. So um, my father hopes to still be alive by then. He's 78 right now. Mm -hmm. um, 125 years we celebrated by giving out 60,000 
roses for free. Wow. Um, then we hit 140, and I believe we did like 40,000 roses then because my dad got kind of hot. He, does, he doesn't ever think he's going to make it mm-hmm. to that 150. But so we hope to that 150, we'll celebrate it really big again. We'll, we'll probably be handing out 60,000 roses again. That's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. Right, and you guys, uh, you talked about this earlier with all your trucks and your delivery vans. So is that uh, they would just literally go out into the community in the vans and yeah. start handing things out to people? Yeah. <laughs> so we did a couple different ways, 10 years or up for 140th um we did a couple different ways. We did it through organizations, a lot of charities. Um, they could submit that they wanted to help. So they came in and they handed out roses um, for us on, on our behalf. And then our delivery drivers went through and handed out dozen roses. We handed them out by the dozens. Oh. And then also people just came in and got them too. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So you turned it into, it was a celebration, but the community could get involved, like sororities and fraternities yes. could come in and volunteer yeah. and companies. So if ever, G, when that comes up and yes. you need volunteers to deliver flowers, we could get involved in that as well. Yes. Or other yeah. business. Uh, yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. I it's a fun that. way because there's actually scientific studies to show that giving flowers brings does the same like mood lifting mm-hmm. as receiving them. So you get such as you get just as much joy handing out flowers as you do receiving them. So that's kind of why we do like the pedal it forward program and why we like to to do um, our big anniversary sale like that too, just because the people handing them out gets the joy of handing them out as well. That's awesome. That's I cool. need to probably hand out a few more flowers in my life. <laughs> I would concur with that. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so, Jennifer, can you tell us, like, who you admire in your industry and why? Probably. There's so many great people in our industry that I really look towards, especially within our peer group, mm-hmm. um, gathering ideas from them. But really, it's really my parents. Oh. And I know that sounds silly, but um, my dad's really grown this business just from Tilly and just watching their hard work. It's florist is not an easy job. It's it's a dirty. I always say we should be on that show called Dirty Jobs. It's it's a dirty, hard job. And that's why a lot of florists don't succeed, because it is a hard, laborious job. And just always watching my parents um, be really involved and work hard and all the lessons I've learned from them, um, growing the business, dealing with employees. Um, so they really are my true mentors. That's a beautiful story and a, and a great testimony to be able to say that you work with your family and that you've learned so much from your parents that you're able to continue this great tradition yeah. here that's, in Wichita. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so along that same vein, What's kind of the best advice you've ever received and implemented? Probably trusting God and seeking God in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. So I always try to put God first and other people second and me last. And at times it's hard to remember that. But um, my success really is because I stop and pause and really follow the leading of the Lord in my life. So and that's. I've seen it be true so much in my life. And 
I try to teach my staff to always put the customers first and treat them like our life depends on it um, because it does. So I really try to transpire what I believe to my own staff as well. That's awesome. You know, putting yourself last can sometimes be difficult, right? Yeah. And yeah. and the fact that you mention that and bring that up and you try to uh, have that translated in your daily business with your staff is awesome. And how did, does the staff receive that well? And, and do they, you think? Sometimes. <laughs> they they do for the most part but you know we all you know during holiday time it gets stressful Mm -hmm. and you know you just sometimes you let things slip out of your mind and then you gotta refocus it's okay not everybody's perfect it's true (laughs) that is true i've been telling don that you know quite some time (laughs) on that we're gonna do some word association here because she she's done (laughs) um just going to give you a word and give us the first thing that comes to your mind. And you kind of hit on it, but I'd like to know if you'd like to share who it is or who it was. Mentor. My parents. Okay. Wichita. Community. Nice. Chamber. Um, helper. Vacation. The lake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? I think I've heard water twice (laughs) out of two. (laughs) Fun. Family. We truly appreciate you being here today. Is there anything else you want us in the audience to know about Tilly's that we have not covered? No, other than we really, truly love our customers. We love the Wichita community. Um, We love supporting the community and different avenues and it's just, it's a great community to be part of, and we wouldn't be able to s- succeed 144 years without the community support. Well, thanks for tuning in for another edition. Uh, we appreciate you joining us and listening in, and make certain that you take some time to subscribe and leave a review and tell us how we've done and talk to us a little bit about who you may want to hear from next. So we'll see you next time. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.